On this episode of Lights, Camera, Transaction, Paul speaks with local CPA Jeff McNerney and how he got started, leaving a big firm out of college to have more personal relationships with clients, helping businesses become more successful, and what it's like organizing an estate plan for clients. All right, welcome to Lights, Camera, Transaction. My name is Paul. I'm the host. This is my lovely guest, Jeff McNerney. Thanks for Thank coming you. on, man. Thank you for having me. We are uh, we're in Newport Beach, California. If you've been watching the show, we've been filming inside our office. We're actually at our office right now, but on the patio. It's a nice spot to be. Yeah. yeah. If it's uh, if it's below 60 degrees in Southern California, people consider it cold. So That's when true. I, I moved here a couple of years ago, I know you're from here originally, yes. which we'll talk about you in a second. Sure. Uh, but I moved here from Chicago a couple of years ago, and the first thing I noticed, I think it was October, first thing I noticed that time of year is everybody had basically the same winter gear on as people wear in Chicago when it's 12 degrees. That's true. So um, I've started to adopt that theory that if it's in the 50s, it's, you know. It's cold. It's yeah. cold. Cold's not our strong suit. So. No, it's, it's bad weather. Yeah, it's bad weather. Um, so anyway, it's supposed to be 70 degrees today. I think it's 60, 61, 62. So reasonably, we can be outside nice. without being called the crazy people. Exactly. But, uh, anyway, thanks yeah. for joining us. No, thank you for having really me. Really appreciate it. So um, I want you to kind of give a little bit of a background on sure. exactly what you do, how you got started doing it, and, you know, all the way from what made you want to join the profession that you're in and catch us up to speed. Sure. Um, so I guess I'd have to go back to, uh, it, maybe it's in the family blood. Yeah. My father's uh, a CPA, been a CPA for over 40 years. And, um, you know, original interest in the industry was because he was in it and it, in, in his, uh, his intention of being a good background to have in, in the business realm and whether you stay in public accounting or not. And so that's kind of how I went into it in the first place, majoring in accounting at USC. And uh, I used to work actually for KPMG, one of the big four accounting firms out of college. Um, realized I didn't want to work for that big of a firm. Wanted to kind of have more of my own clientele and uh, be able to engage clients a little bit more on a personal level. Um, so, and, and by the way, not to interrupt you, but what uh, this is always a common thing that I see when I'm meeting with people that are in the business world or... Um, even entrepreneurs or, you know, we work obviously with a lot of restaurants, so mm -hmm. restaurant owners too. Everyone seems to have a major reason why they do or don't want to be involved with a big company. Mm -hmm. What are the, what are the specific things that you like about uh, a smaller firm versus sure. a larger firm? Sure. I mean, listen, there's, there's no one, one right way. Um, I know people that are still at the big accounting firms and and it's a great career yeah uh, for me I, I think I just wanted to be able to engage more with um, a broader range of clients uh, and a broader range of, of level of clients yeah uh, so I, I'm a tax partner at Haney and Company um, which is where I've been for the last eight years and uh, I work a lot with closely held businesses and individuals um, and I think that's where I've wanted to navigate towards because you become a problem solver and you become one of the trusted advisors to not just uh, navigate a, a, a tax a transaction, but mm -hmm. more on a consulting basis, mm -hmm. which has been the fun part. Uh, people don't associate fun with taxes, and, and I don't associate fun with taxes, but it's the problem solving and it's the, uh, the ongoing advice that I find the most uh, beneficial to clients. Yeah. Um, um, so 
did you always know that, you know, you said that it's in the blood, right? Mm -hmm. Did you always know that you wanted to be a CPA? Like you kind of grew up in it. Sure. Um, was, or was there a moment that, a specific moment you can think of that you, that you knew? Sure. And I'll even give you another part of this. Did you ever think you were going to do something else? Sure. I'll be honest. I, I didn't know if I was going to stay a CPA. Yeah. I knew I wanted to, to, to at least get my CPA, yep. um, get the experience, and then see what I, I, if I liked it and if I, I didn't. I hadn't thought much about what else to do, to be honest. I kind of figured maybe I'd cross that road when I got there. Uh, but the moment I think that I, I realized that I enjoyed what I was doing was, uh, and it takes a couple years into it. I yeah. mean, in the beginning, you're just learning. Yeah. And it's a learning curve. And as much as you think you know, there's still something new. But the moment that I really liked kind of what I do was when I, I was able to start bringing clients in. And that's really rewarding because you're meeting people that are, are looking for help um, or looking just for advice on, on transactions or, or just their overall tax situation. And to bring somebody in, it was bringing the client in for the first time and seeing how that felt to solve a problem but then have someone really actually enjoy working with you was something that I liked. Uh, I think that if I was stuck behind a, a desk for eight hours a day, even though you think as a tax EPA you are, I think I would go insane. Right. But for me, being able to engage with clients, new clients, um, existing clients, talk about the big picture and the overall structure and strategy is the part that I enjoyed. So I think once I had experienced that for the first time, that's where I realized that this is something that I enjoy doing. Um, and I hadn't really thought about anything else since on that. So what um, I, I, you know, something that you said that kind of struck a chord with me when you get into an industry, because I feel like this in, in, our, in our industry, the payments and point of sale world, when you first start, I always think of it like a pyramid, right? At the very bottom, you have all the beginners and all the rookies. And then at the very top, mm -hmm. you have the people that have really outlasted everyone else. Sure. And those people have the most relationships, the most knowledge, sure. the most experience. And when you get to that top, and the reason why I think of it like a pyramid is because most people give up before they get there. Mm -hmm. Most people don't stay in the same thing or in the same area of expertise for you know, the 10, 15, 20 years that sure. it takes to become an expert because you have to fail so many times to get there. Mm -hmm. You have to fail, uh, you know, I, we, I was looking at some data the other day in our, in our CRM, like really for every thousand customers that I've worked with, there's been an additional 40,000 failures sure. to get there. Sure. And your average person isn't willing to do that. Right. But your failures go down the more knowledge that you have and the more relationships that sure. you have. And you've probably seen that in your business. Absolutely. Right. And have you ever thought about getting into a different industry before? Or do you think that this is because you're kind of at the peak of that pyramid? Sure. You're in this for life. You know, it's one of those things where, so our firm, Haney Company, has been around for 40 years yeah. in Orange County. And because of the, the length of time, we have clients in all different industries yeah. um, and all different levels of that pyramid. I mean, I'll be honest, we have clients that are starting at the bottom of the pyramid yeah. and we're helping them navigate the first five years. And, and that's where it's actually a lot, of, a lot of enjoyment as well, because you see someone from, I'm starting a company, what do I need to form from an entity structure to five years later, they're doing a thousand percent more revenue than when they initially started, hopefully, because they're five years in to then 10 years and 15 years out from them when they're an established business and they're going through potentially different headaches. Yeah. Um, so we have clients of ours that have been clients for 30 years and, and at, at the top of that pyramid, which, you know, what, you, what you have. And then we've got clients at the bottom and we've got clients in the middle. And I think that's also going back to 
why I like the size of our firm. We're a regional firm. We have about 25 employees in mm -hmm. our office. Mm -hmm. Half of them are, are CPAs. But the reason I like that is it gives me the opportunity to work with clients that are potentially just starting out. Yeah. And that what's nice about that is there's loyalty there. They look at it and say, you've been with me from the beginning. You've helped me navigate my growth and helped me navigate the, you know, because it's not just tax consulting. You're helping them from a management perspective as right. well. Right. Um, so in that sense, I have had clients in a lot of different industries. I mean, I have clients in the restaurant business. I have entrepreneurs. I have some clients in the entertainment business. Mm -hmm. Um, I've got a lot of real estate clients. What's nice about that is you get to see people in different industries and yeah. kind of understand what their uh, strengths and what their weaknesses are in the industry, what they have to be aware of. So true. And sometimes it, go, it overlaps. I mean, a lot of the problems that people face are common problems that most businesses uh, encounter. And I'm able to tell a business owner, you're not the only one. Yeah. I mean, people have this problem all the time and they feel better because they think I must be the only guy yep. in the world starting a company four or five years in that's having this problem. And it's like, mm -hmm. this is an everyday sure, occurrence. Sure. Um, so you know, most of the people that we work with are restaurant owners and entrepreneurs. What are the specific services? And I, I know that there's a lot of different ones, but the main things that you're helping those individuals sure. with. So, um, not all of them do we have the same amount of, of involvement, but um, we go anywhere from helping them on an accounting, bookkeeping, mm -hmm. monthly basis, or even a weekly basis, to tax consulting, to management consulting, uh, to as far as an outside CFO status situation. Mm -hmm. um, they all kind of differ, um, but one of the problems that they're all kind of encountering, which I think goes into what you guys are, are um, offering, is, is not knowing what they don't know information-wise. When I say we do accounting for clients, it's because we've tried to consult them on, on, on transactions or potential business opportunities, and they don't have up-to-date accounting numbers, or they don't have good accounting numbers to work off of. Yep. So we help them square that away, and then we do it on a go-forward basis. But I think what, what you guys do with, your, with the point of sale and just the integration of your software is, and especially in the restaurant business, it's all about profit margin. It's true. I mean, it, you can be having a, a great year in sales, great year, but if you're not understanding the profit margin and your key, key influencing factors, you might be understanding that, yes, we're growing from a sales perspective, but we may be over leveraged or we may be overdoing it on operating expenses or, or payment of, of, of individuals, I mean, what have you. So getting in there and having a client be able to understand where their profit margins are, where their uh, growth is, but also where they can be more efficient, I yep. think is what they're all trying to figure yep. out. And that's fantastic. And somebody can really leverage your expertise because you've worked with such a broad range of restaurants and entrepreneurs that you have a baseline. Mm -hmm. um, you know which clients are successful sure. and which ones can make it for the long haul. Sure. It, I mean, it's it's hard for a restaurant to be successful. Oh, 100%. Your, your, um, your success and failure might be based on a couple of percentage points. Absolutely. And so how can you get from here to here, mm -hmm. which determines your success? Exactly. And you can say, well, I have these clients in these different areas that are here, and these are some of the things that they're doing, sure. and here's what I can help you with. Definitely. And for your, um, you know, for your newer operators, which is a lot, I mean, we, we, I, I don't know what percentage of, of restaurants we work with that have, um, you know, even managed or owned restaurants in the past, mm -hmm. but a lot of them, it's their first or second go at it mm -hmm. and they're just trying to figure it out along Absolutely. the way, yeah. which can sometimes work. But the more that you have a trusted advisor and a trusted consultant that sure. can guide you, then you're not left to guess. Yeah. And I'll also, I'll tell you, I think across the board, one of the things, and it's not the only, but one of the big things that, that successful restaurant uh, operators are looking at is having good information. Yeah. I mean, you can run a great business, but if you don't have good information, um, so you know, your software, yeah. um, you know, just even from you as a consultant for them. Yep. 
good information helps them understand where they're doing well and where they need to improve. And so I think across the board, that's one of the things where if I see someone that might be struggling in the beginning, it's because they're not understanding what's driving the business. Right. Um, and so I think that as a whole, when they've really got on on board, and, and you know, we don't we don't offer. I mean, we do accounting. Yeah. But but as far as software integration, we don't do any of that. Yep. Of that. So they work with a, a trusted advisor or, or yep. a consultant to do so. Yep. When they get that involved, they're under they're able to understand. It's not as uh, unknown. It's yeah. not as scary of like, where are we with any of this? They know what's going on and what they need to improve. So I think across the board, that's one of the things that's helped them. That's awesome. Um, give me um, either uh, specific situations or even a story that you can think of on the top of your mind of one of the most complex things you've helped a business owner accomplish. I think, and I think it's a, it's, it's, it's a lot more prevalent now, it's succession planning. Um, you know, you have a lot of, of people that have done very well and looking either to slow down and transition the business to family or to potentially exit and sell. And so one of the things that you have to figure out is estate planning. Um, and, and business owners that have a successful business that's been run for a long time, they, they know that, that at the end of the day, they've got to figure out what they want to do with that. So I think the most complex uh, item I've had to be involved with was a business owner with estate planning, uh, figuring it out what they wanted to do with their entire estate, uh, figuring out the tax ad advantages available from their assets that they owned, and then uh, understanding how to potentially divide that up without them losing control before they want to actually exit. Mm -hmm. So um, you know, I think that took two years of estate planning to actually accomplish for them. And I think you have to have a good idea of what they've done as far as their business sense, because it's a personal thing. Yep. I mean, taxes, their their taxes mm -hmm. but the personal side of that is what drives a lot of people and you know they might have been involved with the business for 45 years it's their bloodline it's what they've done it's all they know and so you have to be having delicate conversations with how do they want to have this happen going forward so that's probably the most complex that i've been involved with was organizing their estate figuring it out from a tax perspective what the most beneficial parts of it to do how to do that at the, the most beneficial value from an estate perspective and then that personal aspect of it to make sure that you're not, you're, you're respectful of what they want to do. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. So true. So you just have to be very respectful of that. So true. Um, so Jeff, how can people get in touch with you? What's the best way for them to get in touch with you? Sure. Uh, our website, HaneyCPA.com. Um, CPA, no S on the end. We actually have a, a couple of affiliates um, that are in Colorado, Mon Min Mon uh, Minnesota, Texas that are Haney CPAs. So HaneyCPA.com. Uh, but you can also call my office 949-724-1880 or send me an email jmcnerney at HaneyCPA.com. Uh, my last name's M-C-N-E-R-N-E-Y. -E -E um, I'm always available just to even have an initial consultation um, and figure out where you're at and, and, and what we might be able to help you with. But also I'll let you know if everything looks great. You know, I'm not, I'm not trying to, to, to scare people into thinking that there's something that's wrong. A lot of people are doing a great job. Awesome. There's a lot of CPAs out there that do a great job. Uh, so I have clients that potential clients even come in and they're worried that their current CPA might not have done a good job. I'm actually telling them you've got a great person. Don't, you don't need to switch. You'll stay with that. That's so, why you've been in the business so long. Well, I mean, it's just it's a, it's the right way to do it yes. because you know if you've got a, a honesty and loyalty, then people understand that. Hey, couldn't agree more. And I've had clients that go, "Thank you so much for the honesty," and they stick with their person, and I feel great about that yeah. because it's a small world, and I'm never trying to uh, 
trying to get something the wrong way. It's so, so true, so true. I've had so many situations in business where I've done the same thing and I've said, you know what, we're not a good fit for you and here's why. That has always come back full circle mm -hmm. to me. Whether I've done business with them in the future on a different project or they've referred me business in other ways. Sure. You get it. It does. You get it. Yeah. Cool, man. It's small world. Thanks hey, for thank coming you on for the having show, man. Me. Appreciate really it. appreciate it. Thank you very much. Cool. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Headfield Group.